0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our transfer insight series our show in which we look at the players that have been linked to Arsenal with the help of an expert and get all the thoughts and feelings about who they are and whether or not it's worth Arsenal going ahead with a deal. I'm very happy to be joined by Chloe Beresford host of the playmaker podcast for tortoise. How you doing mate? Are you well? You good?
1: Yeah, brilliant. Thanks.
0: Good stuff. Exciting things talking about Dusan Vlaovic, maybe not from the perspective of a Fiorentina fan that may lose (laughs) the star striker, Um, but he's a player, of course, that has kind of burst onto the scene across the last 18 to 24 months or so, obviously matching Cristiano Ronaldo's record set in Serie A that was a a record held for, what, 60-odd years, I think, so it's an incredible achievement of what he's done at such a young age. What could you tell Arsenal fans about him the style of player that he is and what they would expect from him if they were to sign him?
1: Um, I think the first thing to say is that he started off quite slowly. Um, he was captured by um, the former sporting director at Fiorentina, who um, has quite often signs a uh, sort of Serbian, Eastern European players. He had quite a a good reach in that area. And they only paid um, around €2 million Euros for him. Um, and obviously he was very young, but at first he was quite a frustrating player. Um, he, you know, he missed lots of quite easy chances. He went down too easily. Um, a lot of those things that were the number nine that can really sort of annoy fans. And um, But then he... He scored against Inter in December 2019. He scored a brilliant equaliser, and I think that was really the moment when we thought, "Oh, hang on, that this this could be a special player here." Um, and then for the rest of that season, he didn't he didn't really set on fire. But when Cesare Prandelli, the former Italy boss, came to Fiorentina, he worked with Vlahovic. Um, he uh, he's got a good track record of working with strikers, he helped Mario Balotelli, helped Luca Toni, some others. Um, and yeah, he got Vlarovic really firing and, and Vlarovic himself, uh, although Prandelli isn't at Fiorentina anymore, he says he was the guy to really unleash this special talent and get him scoring. Um, in terms of what to expect, he's um, a typical, he's a, he's a big number nine. Um, but he has just found this ability to score goals from pretty much any situation. Um, mm. You know, he's only comparable in terms of numbers to Lewandowski. And I guess you could say he was in a similar bracket to him, even though he's so young. It, it's it's quite hard to describe really how exciting mm. he is, you know. Um, uh, and I think I think Arsenal will have competition. I think other mm. sides will be in for him as well.
0: Yeah the latest information from from our perspective obviously is that Arsenal are pushing very very hard to try and sign the player from the club perspective obviously Fiorentina are in a situation with with Lovic that they're trying to get back into european football this season Selling him would obviously be a big, big dent to that hope that signed Christoph Piatek from Hertha Berlin looked at as not a necessarily a replacement, but would be someone that would come into that mould were Vlaovic to leave the club. How do you view it from the club side of things? Do you think that the opportunity maybe to get more money during this January window is something that's attractive to Fiorentina, or do you think they would be more than willing to keep until the summer and still get a very, very good fee for him?
1: I think um, maybe in the past Fiorentina have been a bit of a selling club and probably Mm. um, with the former owners, they changed ownership quite recently. The former owners will probably have gone for a sale in January. Um, But the new owners um, are um, Americans and they're probably a bit more savvy. um, And I think they've not necessarily... Um, the guy who owns the club, Rocco Camiso, he is a billionaire. So he's not going to be looking for every single penny he can get. Um, the, the club have had a bit of a rocky relationship with Vlavic. Um, his agent, uh, h- him and his agent have been sort of saying things on Fiorentina, have been um, unhappy with that. So, and they tried to offer him a new contract, which they said, he he was asking for far too much money. And uh, there's a bit of a row gone on in the in the media um, about it. So I think the relationship is not great. Um, but Vlavic himself has said he does want to stay till the end of the season. He does want to help Fiorentina get into Europe. So I think from the club's perspective, it would be more likely that he would stay until the summer. Um, I just don't think there will be desperate to offload him and desperate to get the 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 money now if you know what I mean
0: yeah absolutely Uh, kind of the report that came out yesterday evening from Sami Mokbel of the mail was that it would cost Arsenal in the region of 150 million pounds total package including obviously transfer fee intermediary fees and wages etc over a course of a five-year expected five-year contract so do you think despite everything we've said and how good he is is that reflective of the player that Arsenal, were they to pull that kind of deal off? Is that reflective of who and how good he is?
1: I think potentially, yeah. I mean, mm. obviously, he's um, come to Serie a at a young age and um, he's obviously more than proven himself uh, in Italy. But we know when players move to different leagues, things are different. Uh, the way defences are uh, player different um, and there's there's obviously no guarantee he's going to come to the Premier League and and be exactly the same straight away mm. but um, he we've seen he definitely has the potential to be one of the world's best players and um, and you know I think even if he maybe has a slow start that he, he'll get there.
0: In terms of his kind of stylistically again and, and how he made transition to the Premier League for those that don't really watch Serie A and and For those, stereotypically, you think of Serie Italian defenders, very, very solid, uh, a tricky league to score goals in. Do you think that's still the case now for those that have, have not tuned in? And do you think that his style and the way that he plays would marry quite well with the intensity that the Premier League would bring? Or do you think he would struggle?
1: Yeah, I think um physically he's definitely um got the attributes of the Premier League. He's he's big and he's strong. Uh, he's good at holding off defenders. Um and, and for those who've maybe not watched Serie A recently, um there are now it is quite a high scoring league. In fact it's there's more goal scored in Serie A than the Premier League. Uh, I think so there's only one, it might be Spain that's only Spain that outscores them. So it is a high-scoring league. It's not Why necessarily... It
0: out of interest? Why is it so high-scoring?
1: Um, I think uh, they've maybe moved away from that very defensive football. Mm. They've started to embrace the more sort of pressing and the more modern style. Um, and then there are some teams who are trying to sit back against that. And then that ends up with a big goal fest because if you try and sit back against pressing, you're going to... Mm. You you know if, if you look at the results from last weekend, there was a six two. Uh, I think there was a five one. You know, the there was a, a four three um, yeah. Roma UVA. So yeah, there's you know lots of goals going in, but um, yeah, I I don't the only. Way I could see him struggling transitioning to the Premier League is perhaps in terms of confidence because he did start off very low on confidence um, and and he's come through mm. that now. But I guess a change of environment could could bring that back. But in terms of physical attributes, he'd be absolutely fine. I think
0: Arteta's system is very much it's like kind of tailor made around energy and pressing, and he wants all of his players to be full tilt, full time. Now, when you look at kind of Vlaovic's is pressing stats. They're not. They're not comparative to to a player like Alexandre Lacazette, for instance. Whilst his goal-scoring stats obviously outstrip most strikers on the continent, pressing-wise and maybe the defensive side of his game isn't there. But is there an argument to say that that's down to the way that? Kind of what is expected of him from Fiorentina. And if he was to move to Arsenal, do you think he's shown that he would be capable of, say, adapting to a system that requires the number nine to be very, you know, active and pressing in their game?
1: Yeah, I think maybe those stats are, are dropped slightly because under um, up until this season, Fiorentina's managers have been very substandard and they've not looked to press. But this season, they've changed their manager, Vincenzo Italiano, has come in and he's a young manager who wants to press. So it's only really this season that Fiorentina have started to press. Um, and you can see from the goals that Vlavic has scored already um, that he he's working well in that pressing system. Mm. He's he's benefiting from it definitely because they're further up the pitch and he's having uh, more crosses, more opportunities to to basically just put it in the net. So I think he would be fine. And he's a hardworking player, so if he's asked um, to track back, I, you know, I don't see any problem with him doing that.
0: And is he like the? I know it sounds like a silly question to ask. Being is he like the standout performer? But what I mean by that is, does everything kind of go through him, or does he enable other players and those the wide players around him to also come into the game? Or is it again, as I say, very much all tailored to, towards getting the ball to him? And, and
1: it's it is him? pretty much yeah. it is pretty much trying to get the ball to him. Um, you know, he do, he does help out in the build up play. He's not one of those strikers that's just in the six yard box and nowhere else. But yeah. It is geared, yeah, obviously, to to getting him goals because he, he is such a talent.
0: Absolutely. Chloe, thank you so much uh, for all the information uh, on Dusan Vlaovic. Do tell people where they can find you and uh, what's going to be going on with the Playmakers podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah you can find me at Chloe J. Beresford on Twitter. Um, the Playmaker is a, a short-form podcast. It's only... F- five-ish minutes um, and it's every weekday um, and actually tomorrow there is an episode on Vlaovic so you might want to tune oh, in for that yeah. we
0: will endeavour to put the link for that if you send it across into the video description so people can check that one out so make sure you are going and checking out the Playmakers Podcast thank you again Chloe for coming on and, and giving us all the info we will see you again very very soon for our next Arsenal Agenda show tomorrow morning at 9.30am and we'll be keeping you fully up to date with all of the latest info regarding Arsenal's chase of the Serbian striker see you soon and 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 keep following us down the Arsenal way.